I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, we played one Ryan Clark comment. There's another one, but if you just joined us, let's go back to the first one. Ryan Clark on ESPN said this about Brock Purdy. I'm about to um, make a confession. The single hardest thing I had to do this year was act like Brock Purdy deserved to be in the conversations with the other people we're mentioning in that tweet. Because he was playing extremely well and operating in that offense and distributing the ball to Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk, we had to continue to include him in conversations with the Lamar Jacksons. We had to continue to include him in conversations with the Josh Allen. Those things are not alike. Brock Purdy is a fine player. Brock Purdy can operate in Kyle Shanahan's offense at an extremely efficient level. Brock Purdy doesn't raise the level of play of anyone around him. And so when you talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, the people around them benefit from having those sorts of players at the quarterback position. Brock Purdy benefits from having the sort of players he has at the skill positions around him. Um, just, uh, it's, it's more of the same. Yeah. Um, but the idea that Brock Purdy doesn't elevate the people around him, I think, is a crazy take. The other thing that I noticed, especially this time around and listening to it for a second time, um, do you see the past tense nature of what he's saying? And that's fascinating to me. And it goes to the point I made earlier with regard to the idea that no matter what your Purdy take was before this game, you walked out of it and went, see, I was right. Right. And Ryan Clark is speaking about this as it's now been decided. I do not need to speak about Brock Purdy in these terms anymore. And I do not need to put him in the same conversation with other quarterbacks anymore. Well, really, Ryan? I think Brock's playing this weekend. Yeah. I saw that tweet pointed at Amy Trask from another people. Looks like four terrific quarterbacks are going to be watching Brock Purdy play this weekend. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, you can... You can sit here and and act like that performance empowered you. Um, it was not a good performance. He did not play well for the majority of the night. But how can you walk out of there feeling empowered about the idea that Brock Purdy is not really that good when he also spent the fourth quarter doing all of the things that, that everyone's been saying he can't do? And how can you put it in terms of past tense, even for this season when he's got one game, maybe two more games yet to play? And if he goes out against Detroit and he goes 31 of 35 and throws for 330 and four touchdowns and they beat the Lions 41-38, now what? what then? Yeah. What, what do we talk about in terms of being Ryan Clark and other naysayers when he goes to the Super Bowl and he actually is the reason. And Debo doesn't play, potentially, and we don't know. And I look forward to getting Doc Pandia's thoughts tomorrow about what he thinks 
in terms of the injury because we won't know about Debo until we get much closer to game time. Maybe even he's a game time decision. We won't really know, but what do you say about Brock Purdy if he goes out, balls out, and they win, and then they go to the Super Bowl? So I think it's interesting you pointing that out about Ryan Clark in the past tense nature of the argument because this is not a done deal. Brock Purdy is still playing, and it's down to Mahomes, MVP, two-time Super Bowl winner, and Lamar Jackson, one MVP, probably getting number two here in the matter of three weeks. Jared Goff, he's been to a Super Bowl, number one overall pick, having a nice year for the upstart Lions, and then Mr. Irrelevant. So do we say that there are three terrific quarterbacks and then Brock Purdy? Apparently, yeah. And I'm not trying to pick at Amy Trask because I love Amy, but Ryan Clark is kind of furthering that narrative. You've got Lamar, who's a two-way freak of nature. You've got Mahomes, face of the league, and the best player in football. And you've got Jared Goff, who nobody seems to want to throw shade at anymore because of what he's done against Detroit. And then there's Kyle Shanahan's quarterback. Right. And Christian McCaffrey's signal caller. It's odd. And George Kittle's thrower of the football. Oh, he's distributing the ball to his weapons. Right. What is Jared Goff doing? What is Mahomes doing? Right. I mean, The Jared Goff one to me is more interesting because if you want to talk weapons... Kansas City has, they don't have a lot of weapons. They've got got a couple. They got a a tough, tough running back. They've got maybe the best tight end in football, and we could have a Kittle-Kelsey debate maybe Super Bowl week if it comes to that. And then he's got a bunch of youngsters. And then he's got, you know, Valdez Scantling, who actually played well. Rasheed Rice has turned into a real receiver. Rasheed Rice is legit. He's turned into a receiver. Miko Hardman coughing it up at the one. But it's not like Mahomes has a lot of, quote, weapons, if you wanted to pick any group of weapons in the league, I think you'd be picking between Detroit and the Niners right now. Um, Yeah, probably, as far as skill position players right, on the team. Right. Um, Ryan Clark wasn't done. The conversation Not twisted. Done? No. we got to talk about Jordan Love first. Even with Jordan Love throwing an inopportune, inexplicable interception to end the game, I was sitting there watching them going, man, the NFL world should be excited that Jordan Love doesn't play for the San Francisco 49ers. And we are starting, at least in my opinion, to get into the realm the San Francisco 49ers used to be with Jimmy Garoppolo. Where it was, yeah, with Kyle Shanahan calling plays, we could be really good. With the players around him, we could be really good. But can our quarterback take us to the next level? And now that it's getting down to the critical football moments, to the moments that turn good players into legends, that turn good teams into teams we never forget, you're starting to see. You don't take Brock Purdy over Jared Goff right now, and you for sure don't take Brock Purdy over the two dudes on the other side in the AFC. So if you're the San Francisco 49ers, you're thinking to yourself right now, this team that we were starting to run through our quarterback better run through Uncle Shannon's nephew, Christian McCaffrey. Because if it doesn't, they're going to find themselves at home again without a ring. I will tell you this right now. Yes, I do take Brock Purdy over Jared Goff. 100%. 100%. And I love Jared Goff. Jared Goff won me $900 here in the 95-7 wow. the game league. Putting it out there. I'm sorry. Yes, he what? did. Thank you. Thank you, Grandy. I know that was hard for you. Like, should have J- been me. I know. It should have been. Uh, Jared Goff's a good player. Jared Goff is a good player. But when you factor in uh, mobility, youth, certainly price, 
um, all of that stuff. I've, I've, yes, I would take Brock Purdy over Jared Goff. That's another question I'd like to ask. Why do we never refer to Brock Purdy as a young player? Why is he supposed to be a finished product? I even remember conversations you and I had after last year where yeah. you were like, I don't think he's going to get any better. How could he? And I was like, I don't know how he wouldn't. Yeah. And that's and how, he got better. Well, that's how everyone feels about Jordan Love. You look at Jordan Love and you're like, ooh, this is going to be good. How come, how come that doesn't apply to 23-year-old Brock Purdy with 25 starts? I don't know. Yeah, and it does to Jordan Love, who's 25, and he's started just or played in just about as many games. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. James is Brock Purdy in terms of his time in Green Bay, yet he gets the young quarterback can still get better label, but Brock Purdy doesn't. I, I wonder where that lies with so many people who are casting casting shade on Brock Purdy or giving him that hate because it's easy to look at the game on Saturday and say, well, if the Niners would have lost that game, then you could put the blame in many ways on Brock Purdy because he was not very good for three and a half quarters, but then they needed a drive with six minutes left and he let him on a drive. So I don't know what else he could do other than win the game. Yeah, he could play better. But he played well enough when they needed him to, and they won the game. I'm trying to look up how many games <clears throat> Jordan Love has actually started in his career. He's played in 27. Yeah. But some of those have come in in relief of Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think it's 18. 
I think it's 18 games that uh, that Jordan Love has yeah, started. 18 starts. Yeah, okay. Including so, the playoffs, I think it's 20. So Brock has seven more, although one of them he barely got to play. So shouldn't these be comparable players? Sure. Shouldn't they be considered, like, Jordan's had more years in a system. He's in his fourth year in the league. Right. Um, learning under Aaron Rodgers. The Garoppolo thing, come on. Come on. Like, look, I'm not. It, it, are there questions about Purdy being able to get over on a Lamar or a Patrick? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hope after this Sunday we get to see another shot at it and see if he can do it. I think that there are questions about that, and that's fair. Um, putting Garoppolo's name into this and acting like the 49ers are now a team that just has to hand the ball off, dink, dunk. If it's more than 25 yards down the field, forget about it. It's going to be overthrown or or, um, or or what have you. Kyle Shanahan feels locked up as a play caller. All of that, to me, we're nowhere near that. That's That, that, that I don't understand that comment at all. No, and that's what people are going to do to try to make the comparison between Garoppolo and Purdy to serve their own argument. And you look at, you know, where you were in terms of, you know, the numbers that they had. Garoppolo in 2019, when he went 13 and three, his QB rating was 102, not as good as Brock. His uh, yards per attempt, not as good. He almost had 4,000 yards, not quite what Brock had. I know he had 16 games, not 17. The numbers are somewhat similar, but when you just watch what Brock is doing in terms of the throws he makes versus what Jimmy was doing, it's not close. And he's a second-year player. He's a second-year player. I'm not going to tell you he's perfect. That would be absurd. He did not play well on Saturday night. For the majority of the game, it was a bad game for him. He's a young player. Right. A young player. Jimmy G had only made 10 starts when he started that year in 2019. So... He was older, yes, but yes, in terms of his experience level, it was pretty comparable in terms of how many starts. Uh, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco. Always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch and YouTube. Powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Smart choice for low auto loan rates and super simple online application process. Let's go to Tim in Berkeley. Hi, Tim. You're on with Willard and Dibs. What the heck are you doing? Hey man, you guys are you guys are entertaining me for sure. It's a fascinating conversation. I wanted to call and confess that I was wrong last week, I think, and I did change my mind about Purdy. I was all in last week, but I forgot about the wet ball thing that I saw earlier in the season. And when he when this guy comes out with the glove and then it's no glove, you got problems with that. And and, and that's just really unfortunate. But beyond all that, if it, if if it's dry, I got no problems comparing Purdy to any of those other guys, um, and hopefully he can work out the wet ball. As far as why he doesn't get in the same breath with those other quarterbacks, I think the uh, have you guys seen the Joe Montana commercial for Guinness where the guy asked him if he was a tennis player? I think that's what we're looking at with Brock Purdy. He doesn't look like what we're you know I'm almost sixty years old when I was a kid. Brock Purdy looked like an NFL quarterback. Now Brock Purdy doesn't look like an NFL quarterback anymore. Yeah, like, doesn't look, look like a tennis player, Tim. No, quite frankly, no. He but doesn't, yeah, doesn't even look point. like a lacrosse player. I, I, I mean, Brock Purdy. Maybe this will help people out. Like Brock Purdy's not as good as Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. 
He can't do some of those things. He's not as good. Is, are, are we having a hard time with that? I don't even know what that means. Thank you. Like, the, 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 he's it, not as good. Dot, dot, dot. It doesn't matter. What does that mean? He's the highest rated quarterback in the league. Right, but he's not as good. You're looking for... He's not as talented. There are things... Like, you watch Josh Allen. Oh, my God. Last night, I'm watching with the father-in-law, yeah. and he throws that ball to Diggs. To Diggs. And it's my, like, my father-in-law said, that? how far did that go in the it air? like 65 yards. At least. Yeah. And it was on the money. It, catch the ball, catch Diggs. The ball. Catch yeah. the ball. I mean, he laid that thing in. I thought it went 70 yards. He's incredible. Might have gone 800 yards. You know what else he is, though? He's a lot more reckless. Yeah. He's a lot more Better reckless. Better runner. And, God, he's uh, tough. And uh, what? He's been to one AFC championship game? Poor guy. Not you know? his fault. I, no, I mean, not his fault, but not, not his fault. Well, I mean, I mean, the guy was, he open. was terrific last night. The play before the field goal, he threw it right o- like there was an yeah. open receiver in the back of the end zone, and he hucked it five yards right. Well, if we want to talk about open receivers, Brock threw probably eight to ten yesterday that were straight dirt balls. He had a bad game. I, he like, can't not throw gonna, the wet ball. I was not, right. I had that right well, last week. You know what's it's interesting about that? because Glove, no glove. What are we doing here, well, kid? Okay, so that is a concern, obviously, yeah. especially when you get to the playoffs. Here's and it was clearly in his head. He right. Wearing a glove, he's wiping his hand in the middle of plays, cradling the ball in the left hand. None of that is good. None of that's good. But doesn't that make the last drive that much more impressive? What the hell happened? It was raining, right? It was ra- it worse. Well, when Jordan Love got the ball back, it was cats and dogs. I know that. Correct. It was pouring, so so, it was kind of it was off and on, but mostly on, from what I could tell. That's what I'm getting at. Brock Purdy had a bad night, and then if you transfer this to another player, a more accomplished player, or someone who we think is more talented, if Brady did something like this, where you're just off, you're off all night, you had a couple balls that should have been picked and they weren't, it's just one of them nights. But then you get the ball with five minutes to go. And you're down four. And the rain is driving sideways. And you beepity-boppity-boop right down the field and get a touchdown. If somebody else does that, we go, dude, legend, legend. He found another He found another level when it really mattered most. Right. But not, not, not Brock. Not Brock. He did it in the end. Not a great game. I, 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 I definitely think this is a kick the can down the road situation there's more information to be revealed about Brock Purdy he's in his second year he's a young player um but as I said earlier I've never seen a uh, an athlete I've never seen an athlete particularly those who kind of come from nowhere produce at such a level and receive such a reaction I've never seen anything like this well the reaction now is based on new information which is what we saw on Saturday and to me, there's two different ways to look at it. You can look at it as Brock didn't play well, or you could look at it as Brock didn't play well, and then he played great when you needed him to play great. And that's the way I look at it. And it's a victory Monday, and you can look at all the things the Niners didn't do well. And Kyle Shanahan was great in the post game, talking about all three phases, how they need to be better. But this was a gritty game. This was a game that showed their character. Because they were down, and you think that the 49ers knew or didn't know that they were playing badly. The D-line knew that they didn't have any sacks. 
They knew that they were getting run on. Ambry Thomas knew that he'd gotten cooked a couple times. I think that everybody knew that they weren't playing great. Jake Moody knew that he had a kick blocked. Yep. And, you know, George Kittle knew that he had a big drop. And all these things, these players know what's going on. And then you get the ball back with six minutes left, and you know you need a touchdown, and you go out there and you get it done. So sometimes these wins, to me, are worth more than if you go out and you look good and you blow a team out. Well, yeah, they, they, the, the bottom line is the 49ers so far this year didn't win close games. They didn't they, have they, to. They, yeah. Well, right? but when it was close, they lost. True. So it was painful. It was stressful. Maybe it was the best thing for them. That that's, was a big-time character yeah, performance. No doubt. Um, Rich and Los Altos here on uh, Weatherman Dims. Hey, Rich, what are you doing? Hey, guys, thanks for letting me on. Yeah. Um, I don't – I'm a football nut. I'm a niner nut. I don't understand a couple of things. Maybe you guys can help me. It seems like they'd be easy to defend. I mean, they hardly ever throw it deep, but you can't do it. You just can't do it. So I think – I mean, it's a good thing Shanahan doesn't have one of those top quarterbacks because I think the league – it'd be like when Durant was over here. I mean, it'd, it'd break the whole thing. So anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, um, Rich, nice, thanks. Rich. What do you consider deep? What do you consider deep? I think throws over 20 yards would yeah. be deep. Now, what Josh Allen did attempting that wow, pass to yeah. Stephon Diggs, now that's deep. That's a 65 yards in the air deep ball. And the Niners don't do that. They don't run a lot of go routes. They don't give Brock Purdy a seven-step drop and say, just go ahead and cut that thing loose. So, for me, deep is anything over 20 yards. Yeah, and the Niners do that a lot. And you had looked this up uh, about a week or two yeah. ago. Uh, air yards downfield. Where was Brock? Like I think seventh? Was, yeah, seventh. I looked it up on Friday. Amen. And that's air okay. y- intended air yards. Yeah. So on all throws, the intended air yards. Now, Saturday, they didn't throw the ball deep down the field. And even on plays that were designed, he was checking down a lot early. And that's where I look at the film and I watched it again today. I'm a little concerned over his confidence level. Was it, thank you, was it the wet ball? Was it him, like, feeling really tight? Because there were some throws that were open that he normally would take a chance on, and he didn't. Yeah, and then there were some chances he took where I was like, dude, what what, what, what the hell was that? Yeah. That pass to Jawan Jennings in between three defenders, I don't know how the hell that got home. And so, He climbed the ladder. Yeah, it was beautiful, and Jawan had an amazing catch, but by the same time, I'm like, no. No. We're not doing that. That's a terrible decision. (laughs) Like, right? That's the old no, 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 yes play. Totally. That's what that was. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.